0: Welcome to Twintopia, the show about all things twins. Hi, I'm Julie. And I'm Katie. And we are identical twins. And we're sitting here with... Ava. Hi, I'm Katie's daughter and Julie's niece. And she's 15 years old and she's going to be our producer for this episode. So we might not get to have her as our producer for every episode, but we'll, whenever she's available, she's going to be our producer and ask questions along the way. And we're happy to have you. Yes. So in this episode, we are going to be talking about what we'll be, you know, discussing in future episodes, as well as kind of taking a deep dive into our relationship and giving you some background on us and our childhood and what it's meant to us to be twins. Yeah um one of the things we'll be talking about in future episodes but we should full disclosure right now we always tell people we are identical twins but we don't really know that for sure yeah there was complications at our birth and we can go into that more when we talk about our we have a whole episode dedicated to this um but there was complications at our birth and to uh, make a long story short the doctor did not write down if we were identical or fraternal, and so because of that, they just told our mom, "Well, if they look identical, then just tell people they are and Julie thinks she knows I feel like we are identical that's my that's my gut reaction based on a lot of different evidence, but we'll go in that to that more in later episodes, but I will say that our feet are identical, like everything about our bodies is identical. we believe that we are identical. And I would think that most people who have met us would say that we are identical because growing up, people couldn't tell us apart. Would you say that's true? Yeah. I mean, we we can be told apart now, I think. As we've grown, we've changed a little bit. But we were at Bottle Rock last night together. And um, the lady sitting right next to us actually asked us, are you guys twins? Yeah. So people will say that still. But um, but mostly people say, are you related? now that we're adults so not everybody is observant enough to realize that we're twins but we do get asked occasionally and then a couple weeks ago we were together at a restaurant and our waiter asked if we were twins yeah So. so it does happen so i anyway but growing up everybody couldn't i mean people couldn't tell us apart right but since we still don't know there's a little bit of doubt there's never been we've never done a blood test and back when we were on we were born our mom was told there's a skin graphing thing you could do to find out for sure and that was the only way to know back then for sure and so we haven't done that so maybe in the future we will do blood tests we'll see
1: so auntie what was it like from your perspective being a twin okay well from my perspective
0: um It was awesome being a twin. Like, I just truly enjoyed growing up. I mean, not that I know what it's like not to be a twin, but just seeing what our friends' lives were like versus our lives. I just thoroughly enjoyed waking up in the morning and having my best friend right there. I mean, I can remember when we had—we shared a room until we were like six. Mm -hmm. But then even after that, when we got—we moved to a bigger house and we had our own bedrooms— we would often just want, still want to be together, and we'd crawl into bed with each other and have slumber parties whenever we wanted to because we were best buddies. Yep. Right? Yeah. It was just so fun. Um, I just remember we were always together, always, mm-hmm. and we've always been, like, buddies, and we even had the same friends growing up. Um, all of our friends when we were little were the same friends. So even if Katie would have met one in one of her classes, we didn't always have the same teachers They sometimes separated us into different classes. But um, if she would make a friend in her class, by the time she'd bring her out to that first recess, I would become friends with that friend as well. So we just ended up having all the same friends. And it was just kind of an awesome way to grow up.
1: Yeah. And mom, how was your perspective being a twin?
0: Well, you know, I just always appreciated that I had somebody to relate to. Like, whatever was happening to me was probably happening to you at the same time. Like, our mom says that we would lose our teeth on the exact same day. I mean, just weird stuff like that. Um, I remember one time in, I think it was second grade, I came to you with, like, what I thought was this big secret. And I said, Julie, sometimes I feel like when I go to school that my stuffed animals are sad if I don't take them with me and that they talk to each other about it while we're at school and I talked to you about it and you said that you sometimes thought the same thing and I was feeling so relieved yeah. I remember that you day do? I remember that day because I this was third grade because I remember it was third grade yeah I remember I remember being at recess or somewhere and talking to you about it that sometimes I feel like when when I close the door that my animals my stuffed animals come alive and like play together yeah. i think we'd watch too many movies the velveteen <laughs> rabbit i think ruined us but it was just so nice that i had somebody that was the same age i mean siblings can be close to each other but when you're the same age you're at the de- same developmental stage yes. and and even though we have completely i would say completely different personalities i wouldn't we, say completely i mean like we like a lot of the but same we things like the same things and i don't know if that's just because we grew up in the exact same way and we were treated the exact same way in the same era because we were grew up in the 80s but we enjoyed the same things and we just enjoyed each other and yeah we had a lot of the same things that thought processes it that would go through our heads right like I also um remember talking to you about like sometimes I feel like if I run fast enough and jump off a little mound that I could fly and I remember talking to you about it and you said I feel like that too sometimes that if I just run and concentrate hard enough that I will be able to fly yeah. But this is when we were little. Like I remember thinking that in like yeah. first grade, but Yeah. But then I I do think it it's been nice that we have different personalities that we were able to complement each other. Mm-hmm. Like I would always be the one saying, "Hey, let's have a roller skating show in our front yard at noon today and let's invite all the neighbors and all our friends can be in it." And you were always like, "Okay." <laughs> and yeah. I was Katie was the planner and I didn't even realize that I didn't have any friends until She left after college and went back to where we grew up in the Sacramento area, and I stayed off at college in that town, and I realized, oh my gosh, I have no plans, and then it occurred to me, oh, because Katie was always making our plans for us with our friends, and I was just going along for the ride. I didn't even notice that I hadn't been the one making phone calls, and I suddenly had to be more outgoing if I wanted to have some plans. (laughs) And I think that's probably true for a lot of different relationships, like husbands and wives take on different roles based on your strengths and mm-hmm. siblings that aren't twins do the same thing, I'm sure. But I think because we were twins, we were together so much more. We were like a couple. Yeah. So we kind of already knew what it was like to be in a couple even before we met our spouses and got married because we kind of were a married couple growing yeah. up. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> the closest kinda. thing to it in yeah. a way, you know. We were a pair. We for were sure. a pair. So, um, we'll talk about that when we talk about relationships yeah, that we'll talk I talk about how people kinda lump us together and And mostly it's a good thing. I think it prepared us to yeah. be good wives. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we know how to how to do the duo thing. Yeah. So Ava, growing up with me as your mom, being an identical twin, obviously you know who your mom is and who your aunt is and you can tell us apart, but do you think we look alike?
1: Yeah, I think you guys definitely look alike. That's why I think you're identical, because you guys look pretty much the same. Um, I can tell you guys apart when it's uh, live and you guys are in person, Um, but in pictures, when you guys are little, it's really hard to tell you guys apart, uh, especially the younger you are, Um, but in person, I can definitely tell who you are.
0: Yeah, so I think that was an interesting part of our childhood is that we looked so much alike that people at school couldn't tell us apart and our friends – our friends could, right? And obviously our family. Our very good friends could tell us apart. No problem. But I'd say like other moms, other teachers at school, people that we weren't that good of friends with could not tell us apart and they would just say, are you Julie or Katie? Or – um my mom started telling people, oh, well, Katie has these moles on the sides of her face. And so once people knew something to identify us by, they would come up to me and like turn my face. They would grab my chin and turn my face sideways to see if I was Julie or Katie. But then they couldn't remember which one had the moles. So then they'd see my moles and be like, okay, now I don't remember. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) it was annoying. But yeah, I think we definitely looked a lot alike to the point where um, gosh, five, five or six, no, longer than 10 years ago, because Andrew was like a preschooler, my son, Andrew, and I was at a gymnastics class with him. And a man with gray hair walked up to me and said, Julia or Katie. He was wanting to know which one I was. And I didn't recognize him. He had to tell me who he was. And I was sort of surprised because it was actually when he told me his name, I was like, oh my gosh, he was a good friend of mine in high school, more more so my friend than your friend. And I was kind of surprised that he never learned which one of us was which or how to tell us apart so that tells you that even by senior year of high school people couldn't tell us apart or I think they just get a mental block and they think they can't tell us apart so they don't even try yeah there's there's those people and then there's the people that really want to know who's who because they don't want to look stupid by calling us the wrong name so then they want those identifying things so then they start comparing and that could get embarrassing sometimes like where they're just being like they're scrutinizing us they're looking us up and down and going okay I'm gonna remember because your eyes are like this and you know and and that wasn't so much fun when they would do that but mostly I didn't mind looking like you like I'd want to look like twins because it was such a big part of our identity
1: and I think um
0: oh Ava has a question
1: go ahead So how do people, how do you think people learn how to tell you apart? Like, is there something um, someone would probably have to do or practice in order to tell you guys apart, or is it just more of how much they know you that they come to tell you apart?
0: I would say I think it's more just getting to know us because, like, your mom said if they if, if my mom would give them a um a clue like katie had has moles on the side of her face then they would forget well which one has the moles you know so i really think the people that could tell us apart a is when they got to know us because then they kind of start seeing the differences and our personalities are different and you kind of just start figuring it out well and our own mother couldn't tell us apart on the phone when we were younger we'd call her from a friend's house or whatever and until we would say a few sentences Then she would know because of what we were saying. Mm -hmm. Like who says what is kind of a personality thing. But our voices are so identical. Mm -hmm. So I'm sorry, listeners, if you're having trouble telling who's talking. (laughs) I know. Hopefully that you're able to tell that now I'm talking and my sister was just now talking. And that doesn't just sound like one person. So hopefully that's not confusing. (laughs) There's two people here. Three people because we got Ava here. Um, Yeah, but I liked looking alike like going out in public and having everybody go are you twins because they would always say it in such a positive way so it's like sort of like being a celebrity only you don't have the negative part if you were a celebrity where people are scared to talk to you nobody was scared to talk to us everyone wanted to talk to us And you kind of grew up with the sense of the world is a nice place. Everywhere I go, people like us and want to talk to us. Yeah, that is true. It may have given us an inflated view of ourselves. Yeah, (laughs) now because of that, now if somebody doesn't like me or doesn't clearly doesn't want to be my friend, I'm always like... Well, why? <laughs> me too. Everyone likes me. We both have this kind of sense of like, why wouldn't you like us? Because we grew up with everybody wanting to talk to us and meet us. And so we kind of go out into the world just assuming when we walk up to someone to talk to them that they're going to like us, which I guess it's good to have self-confidence. But we we had to learn the hard way. We had way to that learn that not har- everybody, not likes, everybody us. likes us and that's okay.
1: <laughs> we need to deal with that. Yeah. So, Mom, you've told me that you two have switched classes before, which is a classic prank. Um, What other pranks um, or tricks have you played?
0: Well, we switched on boyfriends one time, and that did not go over well. But I would like to go back to your first comment about how we used to switch classes that also did not go over well we never had the courage to do it until high school like people were asking us from an early age you guys should switch classes oh my gosh we'll we'll dress you we'll switch your clothes in the bathroom and we'll send you into the other classroom and the teacher won't know and it'll be so funny and we were little and we were such goody two-shoes like we did not want to get in we trouble never want to get in trouble and so we were like no no no, we can't we get in so much trouble it would be bad it'd be lying like you know yeah. it was against our moral code we were kind of scared to do it yeah and we thought it was wrong i think and so by high school we finally were like well it's not hurting anything to yeah switch classes. we're not hurting anybody by doing this and so we'll go ahead and do it So we, we succumbed to the peer pressure and we switched in a social studies class and i remember you had taken that class like a previous no, no, math i was in a higher math than you
1: Okay. It was a math. Well, test. then we did
0: it twice because you definitely. We, oh, we did it multiple times. One time we tried to do it for the whole day and then we chickened out. But at first we tried just doing one class one period class. at a time. And I was in her math class, that, and I forget what class she was in for me at that hour. But um, I thought since I was in a higher math class than her that I would be able to do anything that they asked me. But they had a pop quiz. Like she did not like know. I got her like a D on the test. Was awful. It was a quiz. But it was a sub- subject that I had learned in math, but I had learned yes. it so long before I'd forgotten how to do it. And I got her a D on her pop yes. quiz. And then uh, when I switched and I was in her class, I went to adaptive PE because she had had sports sports injury, which kept her out of normal PE, I want to say for an entire year. It was an entire year. Entire year, she had to be in adaptive PE and I didn't. So she had this- I was a a sophomore at that time because I missed all of freshman PE because I had a back problem. I had a slip disc in my back. So as a senior, I had to take, um, I had to take freshman PE all over again as a senior- (laughs) but anyway but then at sophomore year they came up with adapted PE and we there was like five kids in there there was five of us and we did things like archery we did scooter basketball we instead of running the mile we walked the mile like we had to just do the guy had to be super creative the teacher of coming up with stuff that he was awesome can we use his name I don't remember his name Mr. Mayo Oh, my gosh. Like the How Mayo you? Clinic. You such a better Okay. So his name was Mr. Mayo, and he was this nice guy. He was so sweet. I think he was kind of an athlete himself. Like that he s- sports was his life. And so I think probably teaching adaptive PE was kind of a bummer to him. But he was so nice. And he was so, Mr. Mayo, if you're out there, adaptive PE was awesome. I'm kind of glad I got the opportunity to be in your class. Not that I was glad that I had a slip disc because that was no fun. But it was such a fun opportunity that only five of us got to be in. Maybe. He I was something. Know. But anyway, the only time that you, you or I ever encountered him was adaptive PE. And the day that I switched with you, it was archery day. And you guys had been doing archery for like a week at that time. Yep or more I and you longer. you knew how to aim a bow and arrow and shoot it without killing someone but i did not and i was putting the arrow in backwards i was doing something really dangerous and he knew right away he well, could he could like our other teachers he only had five kids in that class so he knew me really well our other teachers probably didn't even know who we were yeah i think he knew instantly the minute i walked yeah. out that i was not you and so he kept saying stuff to just act like I was going to tru- get in big trouble or that you were going to get in big trouble for not being there. But I don't think he knew I had a twin sister. Well, whatever. He knew what was going on yeah. from the first minute. And so he kept saying things like this, gee, Julie, it's your hair sure looks different today, Julie. Hey Julie, why is it that yesterday you knew how to shoot a bow and arrow and today you've got it in backwards? You know. And what did you say when he was And I was I was just I don't know, I wasn't saying anything. I'm like, ha-ha, I guess I forgot. I'm not feeling very good." And then um and then he was saying, "It's too bad, Julie, that you're going to get a zero for the day because you are doing everything wrong." And did you really think that I was going to No, cuz he can he, kept, he, he, ha- knew that he, he had a show. twinkle in his eye. He was in on it. Smiling. He thought it was fun. I think he enjoyed it, (laughs) but for everybody else, the teachers never knew, and it was just the kids in the class that knew, and they're the ones that put us up to it in the first place, so there would be whispering and giggling throughout the class, like, oh, is the teacher going to figure it out, and so the kids were all in on it, even kids we didn't know that well would get in on it, that we were switching classes, so they had a lot of fun doing that.
1: So when you got out of high school, how different were your lives? Like, did you see each other a whole lot after that, and what was it like um, living without one sister.
0: Well, right after high school, we actually, as you know, we went off to college together. So we didn't actually split up until... college. Well, I mean, we went to college together. Yeah. But so we didn't actually have to split up until after we graduated college. But even in high school and partially in college, we had some of the same jobs. Like we um, used to babysit together in high school, even if we weren't getting, we weren't getting paid to both babysit. But like if I had a babysitting gig, we just wanted to hang out together. So we would sometimes go together and just split the the money. The money which wasn't a lot of money back then it was like 2 dollars an hour. It was. And minimum wage was 4.25. So we were getting ripped off. We were getting majorly ripped off, but that was the going rate for babysitters at that time and we were willing to split that measly amount of money just to hang out together. Well, it was half as much work to be fair. It was more fun to do it together. Yeah. And so and the kids of course loved it if they'd get a twofer, like if they, we would both come, they would love that. Mm-hmm. And we just enjoyed hanging out together and we, our first jobs we got together, we worked at Burger King together. Yeah we um, were lifeguards together every job we got all the way through college pretty much Mm -hmm. were together yeah we just enjoyed our each other's company yeah we were college roommates and we even had a twin that was one of our other roommates we all had our own bedrooms but she um, we knew her from growing up. Um, she did not go to our same school. She was in a different town, but we knew her from swim lessons from way back. Her and her twin sister were um, on the swim team with us. And then when we went to Sierra College, we ran into them again and found out that one of the twins was going off to Cal Poly where we were going off to school. And we asked, cause we kind of remembered her from when we were really little and we were on swim team. We remembered both of them. So we asked the one that was going off to our college if she wanted to live with us. And she said, yes, So we lived with a one out of a twin. What do you call that? Half of a set. Half a set of twins live with us. (laughs) And so that was kind of weird for her. I think I don't want to put words in her mouth, but well, she actually would say this. We could interview her at some point. I think we should interview her if she will, if she will agree to be on our show and her sister, they're local still. Yeah. And that was interesting because we lived together with another girl and with her who was part of a twin but not with her twin and we'd go out places together and we'd be getting all this attention for being twins and she'd be with us and she'd be like i'm a twin too (laughs) but to be fair she was beautiful yeah she got attention for that. Anyway. She, and she got... We would go out together and guys would walk past us and be staring her down and, and whispering to each other about her. Yeah. Because she was that pretty. So yeah. I don't think she was hurting she in, in, the, in the attention department. She was not suffering. But I think it was weird for her <laughs> yeah. to be around a set of twins without her twin with her. I don't remember her being bothered by it, though. She said it one time. Oh, she did? Yeah. Okay. She said it's kind of strange. We'll have to interview her to see Yeah, we'll have what... Because I never really asked her what that was like for her. So that would be an interesting topic so and then after we were grown up we got married and we both lived in the same town in Sacramento for about 10 or 12 years Mm -hmm. and then I moved to Napa Valley and she stayed in the Sacramento area so we've been separated for now another 10 years Mm -hmm. we've been out here so we've been separated but we've remained really close like if we have jobs where we like, Katie's a teacher, so the years that she was an in-the-classroom teacher, we didn't get to talk as much, but there's been times... Except on summer. Yeah, except in summer, but there's been times through the years where she's had jobs where she isn't in the classroom all day. And during those time periods, we talk, like, sometimes four times a day. I mean... Well, even now, I'm still a teacher, but I'm a homeschool teacher, mm-hmm. so I set my own schedule. So in between Zoom meetings, I will be like... Mm-hmm calling you or you'll be calling me and what's nice about us is that if I need to hang up on you I just be like I gotta go and like no questions asked we just hang up we don't even get our feelings hurt like I if I have five minutes while I'm driving in the car and I have time to talk to her I'll call her and if she's available she answers even if she's not available she answers and says I'm at the drive you <laughs> will answer and say Julie can't talk right now instead of just not answering the phone you'll pick up and tell me And we just hang up on each other if we have to. And there's no hard feelings. And this is probably annoying to the people around us, right,
1: Ava? Oh, yes. (laughs) Very much.
0: Why? Because you'll be talking with your mom and I'll call and she'll pick up? Well,
1: of course, I always, like, love to hear your voice on the phone and everything.
0: But she'll drop Um, everything to talk to me, huh?
1: yeah and <laughs> and um I think i I think I timed you one time, oh, and like man. no, yeah, I got into timing you because it was just fun, um, and I think like your average was like forty five minutes or something, and um, I don't know, but it was always fun to to yeah. see that you guys you know talk to each other that much, but yeah, I mean you're I
0: get awesome. better, I've gotten better over the years, Ava, I have to say of not interrupting you talking to me in the car or something but to answer the phone for julie like i've gotten better at saying oh don't worry ava i'll call julie back later she does and she'll say i'm talking to ava right now so um i i'll call you later but yeah if we are available and neither one of us are doing things especially when we're driving somewhere and don't worry listeners we are safe we call through our Our car, our car phone, but it's hands-free talking. I have gotten myself into trouble talking to Julie. I remember one time I was changing Ava's diaper. Sorry, Ava, to embarrass you, but I was changing your diaper and I needed to get something out of the closet. Um, And so, and I was talking to Julie on the phone and I had the phone up to my ear because I don't know why I didn't have you on speakerphone. I think it was a flip phone and maybe it didn't have a speakerphone. I don't remember, but I was, I had you pressed to my ear on the phone, and then Ava is on the changing table, and I left her unattended, which you're not supposed to do, child abuse, you guys, and I reached over for the closet to grab something else to put on her, and... I turn around and she is like hanging off the edge of the the, um, changing table. She scooted herself in like one second and I dropped the phone. Ava was a little Houdini. I'm
1: (laughs) always on the go. I mean, I can't help it. I'm sorry. She was a very
0: wiggly baby. Wiggly baby. She like did the backstroke on the changing table and was almost at the edge. And I was like, ah, and I screamed and I dropped the phone and then I made a vow to myself. Okay, parenting first
1: and then I can
0: talk to my sister. (laughs)
1: Yeah, now our whole family, whenever the phone rings, we're like, oh, it's Julie. We already know. Like, it's already predictable. I don't have my own ringtone um no but we just we just know like as soon as the phone rings like there's julie and yep it always is
0: i have sweet home alabama as my ringtone for katie and it's she's the only one that has that ringtone so i always
1: know when it's katie but
0: it's fun we just we enjoy talking together so even when we don't get to see each other that often but we kind of make a point of seeing together we get together a lot and our families are close i would say ava and andrew which is my son and then your brother Julian, super close, and so yeah. So, um, the fact that we, if we are identical, um, then we would have identical DNA, which mm-hmm. means that our kids, so my son and your two kids, would be more like half siblings and than like cousins. And my son, I think maybe because he's an only child, he loves that his cousins are more like half siblings to him than normal cousins. So, yeah, so our kids got to grow up playing together, and because we enjoy each other's company, we vacation together, and we just have lots of fun, and I would say our husbands are pretty good friends, too. Yeah, that worked out really well that we chose husbands that enjoy each other's company. I think they're best friends. I would say they are definitely best friends.
1: Yeah, so, I mean, no, they're... Let,
0: tell them what they're doing right now. Oh, Ava wants to talk.
1: <laughs> no, we're not best friends. We're siblings. Like, that's just how we, we've always been treating each other. You
0: mean you think are. of Andrew as your sibling? Yeah. Yeah. Well,
1: I think it's mutual. Andrew definitely
0: thinks of you guys as his siblings. But, um, yeah, Ava, tell tell the listeners what our family, the rest of our family is doing at this moment while we're in the closet filming this podcast. Where are the men and the boys?
1: Uh, the boys are out playing basketball and we are sitting in a closet. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yep. So they're all hanging out together and we just, yeah. we get together and we do things as families a lot. And it's really, really fun that... We're all so close. I'm just happy it worked out that way. Because what if her husbands hated each other? I know. When we, I worry that we alienate other members of our family, like when we get together with my brother or with my mom and my grandmother, like whoever we're getting together with, we kind of like go off exclusive. on our own, and we even alienate Ava and and like because now that that we're Ava's kind of grown up, we kind of like run off without her too. <laughs> I'm all alone. <laughs> Yeah, we forget about yeah. the rest of the world when the two of so us get Ava's together. So, the only girl in this cousin trio on this, yeah. on just between our two families. Yeah. I mean, my brother's... She another girl cousin with yes. my, my brother's kids. Yeah. 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 So, she's got girl cousin. Oh, and also on, on David's side of the family, she's got, but she's when, got Maya. But when just our two families get together... You know she's the only girl. She should be hanging out with us, but sometimes we forget to like notice that she's standing there because we get so we like we start doing our twin thing. We start hyper talking to each other and we forget who else is around us. So, we apologize, we're Ava. Annoying. It's okay. <laughs> People yeah. are very accepting of us. We know we're annoying. <laughs> But yeah. we know we can be alienating of other people. I'm sorry to all the people yeah, that we have especially alienated. especially our immediate family that we get together at holidays and we forget about everybody else. So sorry, everybody. We can be annoying that way. We will try to work on it. Continue. <laughs> okay. I'd like to assure our listeners that this entire podcast is not going to be us telling stories about our past and we're just trying to give you an overview of who we are so you know if you want to proceed forward and hang out with us we hope you do but um our future episodes are going to be dedicated to different topics and we're going to go over some of those with you right now and just share a little bit of what to look forward to we're going to talk about nature versus nurture of twins that's the the big thing that twins contribute to is the study of nature versus nurtures. Um, I'm excited to learn about twins that get to work together because not all twins get to. And um, let's see, identical versus fraternal. We're going to take two shows on that one on identical twins and one on fraternal. Uh, We're going to talk about twin myths and stupid questions. Self-explanatory, right? Um, Twins in relationships with other people and twins that marry other twins. Uh, we're going to talk about the biology end of twins and the DNA factors that go into that. And there is something called dizygotic and monozygotic, which we will talk more about. Um, twinless twins, the sad case of twins that lose want their, they lose their sibling. So we'll talk about that and maybe interview some people. Um, other types of multiples like triplets and quadruplets or being the parent of multiples twins let's see twins in history there are some famous twins in history and what they are famous for uh we're gonna have a halloween issue when we talk about the creepiness factor that hollywood often puts on twins yeah they make twins out to be scary creatures like speak in in unison yeah yeah. Don't make twins creepy. That's what I have to say about that. Well, even Harry Potter, I don't believe that those twins need to speak in unison all the time. I don't think that's time. realistic. I don't think twins, I mean, we do sometimes say things at the same time, but it's rare. It's not constantly. Are they dress them alike? Our mom never dressed us alike. Thank you, mom, for that. Um, let's see. Uh, to separate kids or not to separate kids in school. Um, there's a whole phenomenon called twinning that's going on. That it's it's a Have f- you guys heard about that? I think it's in China where they do it. Like as a social, like girls, girls, like teenage girls, they dress exactly like head to toe. They call it twinning. Yeah. So it's a thing. So we'll learn more about that. And, um, some, probably some topics that you, the listeners will bring up and we're going to have to do an episode on because it'll be something that we hadn't thought of. Yeah. We'll take calls from our twin audiences or even mothers of twins. We're going to take calls and um, emails from our listeners and we want to hear your stories because I know you have them. And then this first season of our podcast, um, we're starting right now at the beginning of the school year. So it's September right now, and we're going to go through the end of next summer. So summer of 2022 and, um, the culmination of our series is going to end at the twin festival in Twinsburg, Ohio, which is called the twins days festivals. So we're going to try to go to that. We've never been. We've always wanted to go, especially Katie. She tried. To, she wanted us to go last month, but it didn't I work out. I actually registered us. I paid the $30. But we had just had a lot going on. I, I couldn't go this summer. And then as it turns out, we, you had a death in the family, so you couldn't go as it turned out either. And in case you didn't know, we live in Northern California and Ohio is really far away and it's expensive. Yeah. So we ha- I had too many expenses going on this summer with our own family vacation. But we're going to make a plan that we are going to go this year and we're hoping to do a live streaming podcast from the twins the twins festival there and also maybe get some like good interviews with other twins while we're there yeah we want to set up a little little table and talk to people we're gonna wrap up this season hopefully at the twin festival but we can only do that if we have listeners so if this is a go and we have listeners by this time next Mm -hmm. well by August of 2022, then we will bring the listeners with us to Twinsburg, Ohio. Wouldn't that be exciting? No, know. We're excited. So anyway, yay. Yay. Congratulations, Katie, on our first yay. podcast. Thank Ava, you. thank you for joining us. Thank
1: you for having me listen and ask questions. <laughs> All right. We'll talk to you guys soon.